0: Welcome back to In the Trenches Podcast, a podcast by youth pastors, for youth pastors. On tonight's episode, Charlie and Elliot get to sit down with Tim Smith from Culture Youth in San Diego. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Bye.
1: What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing great out there in podcast land, just like you heard. It is myself, Charlie, and we got my boy Elliot with me today. Um, and Gary is not here today, kind of tears down the face, but uh, Gary's a busy guy. so um, But he trusts us to r- run one episode by ourselves. Last time we did this, it was, it was rough.
0: Yeah, I got out of hand. <laughs> also, we just got done with a meeting talking yeah. about Youth Convention and charlie prayed at the end of the meeting and we kept count you said god um 14 times during your prayer do i say god a lot oh dude if you had a normal conversation (laughs) with someone the way that you prayed this is how it would go (laughs) hey charlie i hope you're having a good day charlie i just think that today's podcast charlie is going to be a great charlie episode charlie because in charlie i just think that dog is like that
1: is it is this is this is like new i just
0: noticed like it was like while you were praying it's not something like i know about you yeah. but now i do and now all our listeners do too
1: and now I'm it's gonna do it's pretty it's, when
0: i pray you should but it's pretty <laughs> normal because that's like it's like um or whatever yeah but we just say god yeah. or people do you definitely do yeah you say god and god and god and god's like dude i know who you're talking to i get it all right well I'm, I'm helping that's, you that's the end of the day this podcast. is this is accountability bro <laughs> do you want to know what wrecked me one time is people told me that like i touch my nose a lot when i preach and so then i stopped doing that because i was really insecure yeah. about it but now I, I have other things that i do
1: um elliot and myself we get the honor to sit down with the one and only tim smith tim say hi to everybody what's up everybody <laughs> um But Tim, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about yourself for the listeners that are out there and kind of share a few hobbies of yours. How long you've been a youth pastor, how long you've been in ministry, um, how long you've been in San Diego, because I know that's been a short time. Um, And then we'll ask you the question, the famous question of what is a crazy youth
2: ministry story you have? Awesome, man. Uh, Tim Smith and uh, I have been in San Diego last week was eight months. Nice. It has already been eight months. It's crazy, but. Uh, yeah, youth pastor over at Culture Youth at City View Church. And, man, it's been, it's been awesome. Uh, I am passionate. Part of my hobbies are photography. So either I go take photography at Disneyland or around San Diego, stuff like that. Um, going back into video production, like, vlog style and stuff mm. soon. But that and just hanging out, trying new things in San Diego places, new taco shops all that stuff That's
1: nice. all right for the listeners out there that are in san diego because i'm sure there's a lot of them um, <laughs> yeah what's a good what's a good taco spot to go to
2: all right i took them i took Elliot and his boys when they it was called el trumpo it's out over by <laughs> charlie's <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> you, had,
0: you, had, you had him at trumpo
2: <laughs> i don't know i don't know the actual location it's over by SeaWorld and uh belmont park area but man that that spot that spot's good
1: all right tim um that's awesome what is um what is one crazy youth ministry story that you have
2: Ooh. um so there there's a couple before uh i was an actual youth pastor when i was mm. a youth leader uh we were helping out at this like girls conference we were doing security and tech and all that kind of stuff and we got bored so we decided to go up to the second level and play football mm. Well, we ended up throwing the football, and it knocked one of the exit signs. Mm. And then from the exit sign, it like hit the fire alarm and totally went off. <laughs> and it was like, it was like during the middle of their altar call too. And oh my gosh, we got in so much trouble. Um, but that's like when we had like the interns and stuff. So yeah, you um, blamed it on them. Blamed it on them. My my first time uh, like youth pastor crazy thing here was so my very first day on the job. Nice. I took kids to camp. <laughs> Oh last year yeah and so it was either thursday or friday the last night of camp and downstairs they were having a pillow fight with the pillows that were created out of duct tape right yeah and so i'm like yo how cool will it be if i send some of my guys down there so i sent some of my older guys down there and they were like all in they were going to town it was great and then matt dudley came through (laughs) lights out guys and i was like oh i'm fired (laughs) i'm (laughs) done. because there was like. It got to like 15 20 guys just down there, just going hard. And I was like, We're either gonna break a window or something. But he just came in, he was like, All right, time to go. And I was like, I'm so sorry, this is a bad first impression. Yeah, yeah. And
1: Matt Dudley, of all people, to walk in on that
0: mm. man, I can't imagine him like being scary, but I guess he could be. I mean, like,
2: that was that was like camp him. three or yeah, camp yeah, yeah. four. He looks
0: kind of intimidating, yeah, yeah. with yeah. his beard and stuff. Well, but I, do- I remember so one of my boys. Years ago, back when Stevie Nicks was yep. the youth pastor where you're at, um, they were my boys were at camp doing the same thing, having, like, these pillow fights. And it's, it becomes, like, UFC, bro. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, calling kids out from other youth groups and stuff. And so apparently they were in the same area as Stevie. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- some of them are wrestling and, like, because it, it, it's not a pillow fight. It just turns into full-blown, like, just oh, yeah. boxing. WWE, yeah. And uh, so they're all doing that and then i think it just like it turned a corner it got too real and stevie he flipped the switch bro and he was like that's enough, it's enough. and he like he went all, like my boys were scared of him for the rest of the time <laughs> oh yeah and and he came up to me later he's like hey i hope it wasn't i'm like no bro you got permission yell at my kids as much as you want there's certain <laughs> people you're cool with doing that you know yeah and stevie was one but uh yeah. yeah also that exit sign story bro it made me think I think you realize what type of person you are. Like, it's like fight or flight, you know, Yeah. Mm -hmm. when you like make a noise in service or like your phone goes off or you drop something because I'm a big look at look around and, like, pretend like nothing happened, guys. <laughs> Like Or, like, I run away. You know? like like Or, like, when you're throwing a football and you overthrow it and it hits somebody else, I'm a big, like, <laughs> pretend like I wasn't there. Yeah, like, I didn't throw that. Like you're like, who threw that? The summer camp online, I remember it was during Wyatt's message. <laughs> and I have my hydro flask. And I was, like, because I keep my hydro flask on me at all times. Besides today. I so stay about hydrated. Oh, uh, it's in my truck, so just chill out and so uh the i like moved the chair and it knocked it over and it was like a wood floor and so it was like and you hear it in the middle of the message (laughs) and i just like i just looked up (laughs) in the air and pretending like i didn't know what happened but everyone's looking at me and i'm just like what was that that's my move though
1: yeah that that, i remember that to this day
0: you could go back and listen to the wyatt's message on youtube which like that's another thing. Online Summer Camp, uh, David's message has like yeah, 100,000 views or something like crazy. It's,
1: it's ridiculous. That's yeah. awesome. Man, hey, well, you know what? Speaking of oh, summer, summer Camp, camp online, online, there is a one thing, Tim, That not one, but there's many things that I've seen you do from afar that just look awesome. And one thing that you do just on just seeing you guys from social media is your guys' production level is like crazy. Like the things that you guys put out um, on your guys' stories and what you do for the students, it's truly amazing. And so what we want to do is we kind of want to go into that and really shed some light on that and just really production, graphics, videos in youth ministry. Is it important? Is it not important? How much is too much? How much is not enough? Um, And I just want to kind of open the floor and let's talk about that and really what that looks like for youth ministry.
2: Yeah. A little bit of a backstory for me, why I got to we're at today is i mean i grew up in the church right um and it started off with i was a drummer and i was always fascinated by all that stuff and one summer they were like hey we need somebody to take photos for our summer camp so i was like yeah i'll do it and it clicked i was like oh my gosh this is this is great never thought i would make it into a career of whatever yeah. right fast forward about 12 years i buy a better camera And then the very first thing that I do is I film a recap of summer camp. Mm. Right. And it's my first 4k camera, all this kind of stuff and step the game. up Exactly. But by this time it's like, you got Bethel music who with their video production was just wild. So I was like, cool. What if I just recreate that? Mm. So we recreated it and it just went nuts from there. I started serving and helping out other churches. I started my own business, Tim Smith media, and that like launched and helped out other churches, either with graphics or with, um, production video recording from there I started working for NBC and I would do production stuff and I was a content creative producer there so we would make stuff for commercials like on the generous Steve Harvey so we, we would hit all of those targets and everything but, from Fresno to San Diego
1: yeah that's right guys you heard NBC <laughs> like that is correct the channel NBC
2: but we would we would have those level of production I mean especially there you have every camera you can think of right and so for me I was like great let's test them all out and mm. see what works And the great part is I was serving at a church, so I got to gain all the wisdom and knowledge from, you know, there to where I can go back to my church and say, hey, here's what we can do with our budget and make Mm -hmm. it work. And so from there, I mean, God even just said, hey, we're going to you're going to use that in your ministry. So that's kind of where the door also opened up here, because realistically, I've been on the team at City View for five years, Mm. just doing production and graphics from behind the scenes. Gotcha. And so having the door open to be the youth pastor when God called me at 14, that's always been where I'm at. That's what I'm called to do. So being able to look at it and say, okay, production is so needed, but I think you need to determine what is the, what's the level of production for each youth group. Like my students, they're not very social media driven. Mm but they'll listen to podcasts. They love YouTube and they love the recap videos and photos and stuff. So what can I do to best showcase what God is doing in our ministry for our social media platform that is for everybody else Mm. and for our new students to come because God's gonna bring more students in and so they're gonna probably be in social media, but what can we do there? But how can we also make it entertaining? So like for us, our TikTok is, Kind of more funny driven like our podcasts are very just real chill sometimes we'll throw in guest speakers and we'll do the other stuff but um i think production is so needed because that's what's surrounding this generation and just life in general i mean y'all can say probably within the last 48 hours you've spent more than an hour scrolling through social media or yeah. on youtube or whatever so it's there mm-hmm. so how can we help present the gospel and bring jesus and make it relevant for students, not only inside our youth group, but for those around us as well.
0: So, I know, like, we've got to know each other pretty well yeah. since summer camp. Um, and that's the one thing I do know about you is like, because your background and, and just sort of your own natural giftings, like, this is your world. Yeah. Like this is the way that you think, this is what you do. Um, and you do it with a lot of excellence, you know? Um, And I think that that's pretty cool. And it's fitting that your guys' youth group is called Culture Youth because I think that is what production does is it helps in cultivating a culture. But for all the different types of listeners, the ones who have like full media teams at their church or they're the volunteer youth pastor who's just like trying to run an Instagram, like what are some really practical pieces of advice that can plug and play kind of on whatever level, like, like some tenets of production from someone who's been in this world on like another level yeah Do you know what i'm saying like yeah because yeah, yeah. ultimately i think the point of of production whatever it is whether it's just running your instagram or the merch you produce or yeah. podcasts that you put out or you know whatever that is it, it it's important because it helps to cultivate culture in yeah. your youth ministry like it isn't the it isn't what youth ministry is but it is a piece especially yeah, yeah, nowadays yeah um so, like, what are, like, for the listeners, just like, yeah, I get it. I know that kids like to watch YouTube. I know that kids scroll TikTok, but I don't understand. I don't know how to make one. Or I don't, like, like what. what are just, like, the key pieces that are important for them to plug in? Does that make sense? The kind of question, like, what's a good tenant as far as whatever sort of production you're doing to put into it?
2: I think, try to go, you want to turn moments into memories, mm. right? So last what was it this past year for new year's everyone did that adele song right and it was just a recap of the year yeah right Mm -hmm. what would that look like in youth ministry if every single month or every single event you at least had five to ten photos Mm -hmm. because then you can blow it up and you can say man look what happened so and so years ago you move forward you have all that kind of stuff starting real simple with your phone taking all that kind of stuff like if it wasn't for our TikTok and just having that culture and just having that run through. Like, we had a student last week say, Hey, I want to be on the creative team. What does that look like? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, yes, I don't have to think of this all on my own. Yeah. And then they created TikToks. And so, last, you know, last week we created, I think, like five TikToks of just different stuff, them teaching me how to dance, all this like crazy yeah. stuff. But it helps too because number one, it creates content for us for youth ministry but it also has our students where there's like three to five of our students that are kind of shy, Mm. but they love TikTok. They love being on TikTok. So now that draws them in as well. So now we can look back and be like, remember when pastor Tim made a fool of himself dancing Mm. on TikTok, probably got a thousand views, but now those students are engaged and it brings them in. But I think with your question is, and it might just be kind of more different than, than what it is, but turning moments into memories. When can you look back at the at the end of the year? And let's say God just turns it around and adds fifty plus students, right? No,
0: and I think that I like that answer because I do think it's like <clears throat> we make production in that level. Like it can be you're either like it is your thing yeah. or it's like very intimidating to you. Yeah. And yeah. so um if it is your thing, you're kind of all in about it and you're yeah. like making graphic and it's like, you know, you're you are you are doing it almost sometimes like to an extent where it's like, Hey, like have you talked to a kid recently? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's yeah. the one thing I know isn't you. Like that's not who you are just because you're so you you are gifted at this. You know, that it is a piece of the puzzle. It isn't what youth ministry yeah. is. Youth ministry isn't merch and screens yeah. and videos, but it does help to cultivate culture. And if you do it right, you can do both of them together. Yeah. You're creating content and you're, you're doing a podcast and you have a student in there. And so you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're filming and recording something that is also time spent building relationships. Exactly. And I think that's the thing is like at whatever level you do, like that's the beauty of it. And that's like what you do with your group. The best thing you could do isn't to try and emulate what Tim's doing at culture youth. Although yeah. like, it's not bad to take cues from people who, who do things well. You said you even did that yeah. with Bethel, but like some of the best youth Instagrams that I follow aren't like the most popular or, or you know, uh, fit. I think of like James and um, Heather mm, yeah. Parrot and yeah. Yeah. On Point Student Ministries. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday, I look forward to seeing the video James makes. Yeah. And it's like, but, and it's so uniquely their thing. Exactly. Yeah, And it like a lot, it wouldn't work a lot of other places and it wouldn't fit with a lot of other cultures. And it wouldn't even meet the test of being like, according to what, I don't know mainstream yeah, yeah, yeah. would think is like this is I, I was telling James and it was like a hard thing to compliment because I was yeah. like I was like <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to take this wrong way. Like they're just they're very like funny and kind of dumb yeah. and but that's the point. Yeah. And yeah. like very like um uh, like I'm not trying I'm trying it's to it's th- relational. Not trying to I'm trying to think the right way to put it, but very like um if like he it, just it, put my face on someone else's face like very yeah. like just yeah it's not so they're not trying to be cutting edge production wise but that's the point but he still does that well exactly yeah. like it's it, that's the hard thing about like figuring that whole side of it out is like he still does it with excellence yeah, yeah. and so it isn't always about what you have the budget for the resource for because yeah. and and you brought up a good point of turning moments into memories mm. ultimately the best content you could do utilizes students yeah, it shouldn't just be the reels of you preaching, although that's fine. And yeah. th- and that serves a purpose and a point. Um, but but I, th- that is a good thing to bring up. If every single promo for your youth night is a picture of you speaking on stage, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's What's super alluring to students to come yeah, and yeah. To, it, it may, you like it. Like sometimes I think we make our Instagrams for the other youth pastors that follow 100%. our Instagrams. Yeah. And I think that's not our audience no. and our audience isn't even the other kids from other groups. Like that's yeah. the beauty of social media is like the connections so far reaching. Yeah. But your youth group exists for your youth group. Yep. Yeah. Like is for your students. And yeah, so 100%. I think that type of stuff, is so powerful and, and even allowing students to be engaged in it, especially yeah. if you're not good at it, then allow them to kind of run with it. And and it, it like students, especially now, don't mind um, things that are like not as um, crisp and clean and like yeah. perfect as long as it's genuine yep. and authentic. Yep. And I think that's like with James and Heather at on point. It's like very authentic. And yep. I think that's what people are drawn to is yeah. the authentic.
1: Yeah, and I even like to add on to that. Like, I remember when we made these, like, I guess it would fall underneath production, but, like, little cards. We made these little cards that at the time was our junior high ministry, and we put pictures of our students on the back of these cards. And I remember other students, when they'd show up on the campus, like, I know this person. I know this person that was on the back of the card. It's like, when it comes to, like, at least for social media speaking-wise right now, it's like, like yeah you could post your picture of you speaking or you can post even pictures of leaders but in my mind i'm like students want to see students yeah that's at the end of the day that's, that's why the, the
0: best attended services you'll ever do have are like the ones where students are giving testimonies because yep. yep. they'll invite their friends to watch them speak and their yep. friends will go even if they don't believe that's why every youth group should have some point in the year where they do student testimonies. Absolutely. If, if not, like, for, for multiple layers, like, empowering students and giving them a chance, but also, it just, it will boost your attendance. I yeah. promise you. If yeah. you have a hard time with students inviting their friends, do a student testimony series. Yep. They'll invite their friends. And I think that's the thing with, like, it's the culture of youth ministry is, like, ultimately that production is what we highlight and what we we see is important. And yeah. so... um. That's why I do like merch. That's why I do like those things. But it's it's a fine line, and I guess I would ask you this, Tim, because this is your passion and your heart, and you're really good at it. How do you find the balance hmm. between getting so focused on that and the relational side of ministry? That's a
1: great question. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah.
0: Because you could spend all day making graphics or putting merch together, or and it becomes kind of like a corporation yeah. Yeah. almost. Um, so how do you find the line between let it, utilizing that to your advantage and not letting it become everything?
2: Yeah. Um, for me, production, merch, stickers, social media is an asset. Mm-hmm. It, is, um, it is an added bonus to student ministries, right? Yeah. Like, we made the shirts not just so we can be like, let's sell t-shirts, because if you all know, you don't make money off of those. Not at all. So for me, it's like, okay, my students, how can I help them present the gospel? How can I get them to have excitement to invite their friends to church? Well, what if we created some shirts that they can wear to school? Mm. What if we have hats? Like, I got kids that their hats were black when they bought them. And now they're brown because they wear them every single day. And all it is is just, hey, what's that hat? Like our last shirt was your mom's favorite youth group. And they walk into school and be like, dude, what's this? Oh, our youth group. Wait, your youth group has shirts? Yeah, we got other stuff. Come. And it just opens up the window, right? And so finding the balance, understanding that like relationship is what drives everything else. Mm -hmm. If I don't have a relationship with my students, they won't be excited to come to youth group, which then it won't give us the ability to have events, which can take photos of events. And then we post them and then they can be like, oh my gosh, I remember when we did this, right? They can move forward or they can tag their friends and say, man, we played steal a bacon with a cow tongue. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. Everything flows out of relationship. Mm-hmm. So you can have the best production. You can have the best social media, but if you have no relationship, mm. then it's a waste of your time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and so I, I was thinking about this while you were talking. One thing I know, um, just from being your friend and getting to spend time together is you do things with excellence mm-hmm. and, and you don't make the excuse of like, well, we're, our youth ministry is this size. So it doesn't ma- like, like yeah. you do youth ministry for what you believe God can do. And, and, yeah. and I like that, how much excellence you put into it. Cause I think it speaks to the value of the students that are there. Mm-hmm. It isn't j- it, like it, it is something you do for what you believe God is going to do, right? Yeah, like, yeah. let's start doing youth Yeah. for, we got 30 kids. Let's do youth as if we're going to have 500. Like, yeah. let's yeah. set some of those structures up in leadership because some of that, if, if we're not ready for it, then, then we're not going to be ready for it. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and, and so I think it's smart to have those systems and structures and, and things in place. And that is you, bro. You are an organized, systematic guy and you do things with excellence. And I think people can trust you. And and I will say to the listeners too, a part of why we have people on the podcast is to hear them, but also to maybe for you to know that there are other people that you can connect with. Like that's the beauty of this. And I know that that is Tim's heart. Um, And we'll probably include this stuff at the end, but I'll just take a second here to say, I know your heart is, you've done this with me, with Youth Alive and with other things, like your heart is to partner with people and use your giftings to other people's advantage. But I think. This is what I've noticed. And I was thinking, like I said, when you were talking, excellence isn't just in the big things. It's in the small details. And that's what I've noticed from going to your youth ministry and seeing the little things you do, like how you created um, like a little box with stickers from your group um, Mm -hmm. that you you gave us merch That's not so co- like it. it, it, it what it, all it took was you looking up where you can purchase a box. You had your stickers printed. You like all of these things are are things that we can do, and depending on your budget, you can you can do. Yeah. But it's it's all the little details, the way that you create a little video slide to sell your merch with, more than just having a table. And I think it's like it's those little things in your production that make it stand above the rest. Yeah. Like that's what stands out to me. It's the little details that you take notice of and that other people would be like, that's not a big deal. Who cares yeah. about it? And even more than just in like your posts and your videos and your merch and stuff, but even just the way you run service and the way you think, I think that is something that's so beneficial is like the excellence, the, the taking the service in your culture to the next level are those little details that other people don't think are important, mm. but you notice. Yeah. And I think that like, that's the secret ingredient Yeah. in like, doing something okay and doing something really, really well.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it, man. For, for me, I mean, we can go back all the way to the beginning when the church was the most creative, right? You look at almost every artist right now, they'll tell you they came out of the church. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you their music started in the church. So when God put culture youth as the name, it was to forward the culture. If culture can put in the work and make everything excellent and put that and have no value for the people. They just want their their yeah. money or they just want their likes. Like for me, I want, what I don't want is I don't want to just put in the okay work now and then watch God grow our youth ministry and then be, okay, let's put in the production yeah. now. Yeah. Because what does that say to the students that are there right now? Yep. So, Good. That they're not valued. Mm-hmm. So for me, God has given me the ability and the giftings to be in this level of production. Mm-hmm. And I've worked hard for it. So why can't I show value with my students now saying, you know what, whether we have three or 300, there's value in you. And I want y'all to see what God is going to do, but we have the ability to have production. The whole reason why we started doing this was because I had students that said, Hey, I can't make it to youth because I have school, I have sports, but I don't want to miss it. So what do we do? Okay. Well, we started recording. I have all my own media gear. I have video cameras and, and everything else. So it's like, cool. It's my personal gear, it's mine that I brought, so I don't need to, hey, we need $5,000 in the budget because that ain't happening, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, I already have, everything you have is everything that you need, Yeah. For, right? So if you just have an iPhone, yes. great. Yeah. Use Plug it. it in so it doesn't die yeah. and use it.
0: Yeah. That's so good. If
2: you don't have enough storage space on it, then great. Do what we call a short form message. If you're preaching for 28 minutes, can you in eight minutes make an audio or make a video to put on social media so kids who miss the long form, miss the big message can get out of this one. So whether you have full production or you just have an audio recording, man, use it to the best of your abilities. Cause that for us, that's why we put it on YouTube. That's why we put it on the podcast. So the students who aren't able to make it can still receive.
0: And I think that's what I respect about you too, is it's like, it's, it has a purpose. We just talked about this on the last episode we recorded. I don't know the order we're putting these out in, but um, the, that's a big thing for me right now. Is yeah. wh- is just asking why? Yeah. Like, if if you're starting a podcast for your youth ministry just because, that's stupid. Yeah. But if there's a purpose behind it, then do it. You know, yeah. like so. What is the reason? And and I think you do things with purpose, and it isn't just because like you're chase. You want to be seen as a youth group that you're not, because I think that can yeah. be the fear of like getting into production and things is like. And, it, and, it, and that is a fine line, too, is, like, yep. who are you creating stuff for? All mm-hmm. the other youth pastors that follow you to be like, this stuff is sick, you yeah. know, or for your students. Yep. And, uh, and there's a way for both to exist, for, like, yeah. the, your friends to think it's cool and everything, but also impact your students. I'm not saying it's either or. Um, but I think we, that's why we got to constantly just come back to, like, God, give me clean hands and a pure yeah. heart, you yeah. know, because we're, we're not, that's not naturally our um, positioning and, like, our yeah. perspective. It's easy to get caught up in that. I mean, even as I go and speak about Youth Alive, that's my prayer. Every time before I get on stage is God, like, let this be about you and not about yeah, me. Give me clean hands and a pure heart because that's what's going to change people's lives, your spirit. And I yeah. think um, I think this is a valuable conversation. We're kind of just scratching the surface of it. Uh, but I do think you are a resource to people in this area. You've been a resource to me and to so many um because this is your gifting in a way that you think of things you know this world in a way that i don't and and others don't um and i think whatever we do we should do it with excellence yeah because we're doing it like to honor god and and i think that is a big takeaway is like you can make the excuse like i'm just relational and that is how i am and for years that's all i would be like well i'm not a structure guy but structure matters yeah. and it is important. So surround yourself with people who make you better in that area, yeah. but yeah. also grow. We should be growing and just just making the excuse of like, well, that's just not me is weak. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you need to step into another level for the sake of your students. Yeah. And So whether you're full time, part time volunteer, you can still do service with excellence. That's so huge. So huge when you said that, like
1: especially like if you're like you're a volunteer, part time, full time. Because to me, that's something so big. It's like how are you honoring the time you have with your students? Yeah, Yeah. and
0: and and that's because. So that's what I'm saying is it it isn't just like you have a cool, trendy Instagram Mm -hmm. page because that doesn't matter. It's just like doing serve. I think that's the epitome of this conversation. Is like that's kind of what production production means. So many things. You don't have to have merch You don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to have your Instagram blow up. But just like. You have to, there is a level of, of excellence that we yeah. need to be putting into our services because students can tell when you just threw something together yes. and what that yeah. speaks to them is like, I don't matter enough for you to put time and exactly. effort into this. And you, a lot of times you're not working on your own. You can utilize the students to do those things with excellence. Literally, I And was it's just a about training ground for them. So that's what I'm saying. I'm sure we could, there's so many layers of this conversation yeah. we could have. And I think this was a great starting point yeah. for this. Um, but I know that this is your heartbeat, bro. Like,
2: yeah. I'd, I'd love to add, um, yeah. Instagram, social media production cool, mm-hmm. but it doesn't last. So mm-hmm. what you're doing with the students is what's yeah. going to last, right? So everything that we have done has always been, hey, so-and-so, one of my students in the youth group, hey, what do you think we should do? Man, it was really cool when we had t-shirts back in the day. All right, cool. What do you think we should do? Well, let's do this, Right. So everything that we do, and especially with our team, our team is everything is geared towards the students. Right. So from our merch to our stickers, to our podcast, to our services, everything is done by students. Like I've asked our student leaderships, like, hey, what do you guys want to see on on Instagram? Right. And one of them was like, well, what if you did like a recap of your message? Now, for me, I grew up putting the videos together for other people and then putting it out there. So last week I put mine up for the first time and I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to... And great response from students and stuff. And they're like, well, you got to put it on yours too. And I'm like, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> and then just, they were like, no, like it's good stuff. So it's like students are, are wanting to take this. And what yeah. I noticed inside the back of the algorithm is... Students were sending it to their friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And it was just a basic conversation about how to memorize scripture because, you know, our topic was you can memorize songs, but you can't memorize scripture. So, mm. what's the best way to do that? Right. So, you move into that. Right. And it is all student based. The students are wanting it. So, if I could suggest anything, ask your students yeah. what do you want to see? Yeah. If you wanted to send your friends to your youth group and you want to send them your Instagram, what do you want? to be seen Huge. how do you want that to go yeah and then it's great too because if you're like well shoot i'm not that creative of a person i i just don't know what to do ask your students yeah hey how many of you guys lo- love making videos how many of you guys love doing this who wants to be on the team yeah because then that helps you to be have relationship with them mentor them all that kind of stuff but then that gives that student ownership and it could be that one student that maybe doesn't have musical ability so can't be on the worship team doesn't really know the tech stuff to do sound or whatever but they can make videos. Yeah. They know how to post on TikTok. Shoot Instagram stories. Just take a photo of your of your service and just say, hey, join us. We would love to see you. The personal relationship of that is huge right now. Yeah. yeah. So either whether having students have ownership on that or building into it and asking your students, what what do you want to see? If you were to invite your friends, what would it look like on Instagram? Yeah,
1: yeah. that that's so huge. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the students are the ones that are going to be out there, really hitting the hitting the tre- going into the trenches, yeah. going into their schools, inviting, and so being able to get their um, perspective on all of it. I mean, that that's the biggest thing yeah. we can do. Um, but Tim, man, thank you so much. There's something actually I, I want to share that I thought was so cool that you said, and circling all the way back to the beginning of this podcast, you said in the beginning. Um, you analyze your guys as students into what they would want to see or what they would like. So you said, Hey, the graphics aren't what they're into right now. Mm -hmm. So you didn't put all the time and the effort into graphics. And I think Elliot might've mentioned this already. I think sometimes we look at other youth groups and think that is what's cool right now when really that's, what's cool for their youth group. That's not what's
0: cool for my youth group right now. And there's (laughs) nothing wrong with trying things too. And if it's not working, then just like, you know, some things are seasonal, some things don't work. Um, but it's like it's it's all good yeah. yeah
2: exactly take 90 days and try something right take 90 days and see what that looks like and if it doesn't work switch it out yeah what's what's the problem with okay that didn't work let's delete all five of those yeah and start
1: over the we we got all this podcast equipment um because we wanted to start a podcast with our youth group we did it during COVID. worked great once COVID ended that just dropped yeah and so it's like all right hey let's analyze this it's not working anymore yeah. so let's stop and yeah. so it's but it's being comfortable with being able to say, no, this isn't working anymore. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but uh, Elliot, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast This Mm -hmm. is a good one. Tim, sponsored by El Trumpo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we were able to make that way back. Hey Tim, really quick, why don't you share with everyone your Instagram account um, just so they can, if they have any questions on production or anything said in today's podcast, they can reach out to you, man.
2: Yeah, real simple, Tim Smith TV. Beautiful. Real simple there. Follow me there. DM me, shoot me any questions you have, whether it be production, video, photos, anything. Man, I, I'd love to help out and get involved.
1: Sweet man, thank you so much, Tim, for Thanks being for on the podcast. Me, man. Um, for all you listeners out there, if you do have any questions, go ahead. You can DM Tim, or you can DM the SoCal Students um, Youth Pastor page at SoCal Students. SoCal Student, no, SoCal. Good Lord. SoCal Youth Pastors. There it is. Oh man, I had to circle around for that one. <laughs> but hey, thank you so much for tuning in on the podcast, and we will catch you on the next one.